Hello, welcome to the left wing. I'm John Cooper from Counterpoint Politics. I'm here with Desmond Price from Independent Thought, uh, Eric, Dr. Erica from Cocktails and, Cocktails and Capitalism, and Sadia Mirza, an editor for The Progressivist, uh, here to talk about today uh, the Minnesota Democratic Party accomplished magic uh, this week. They passed a two-year $72 billion state budget with a $2.6 billion infrastructure package and $300 million in emergency funding for nursing homes. Uh, and on top of that, just a laundry list of different progressive items, such as codifying abortion rights, setting a new carbon-free electricity benchmark, free breakfast and lunch for all children in school, a state-run paid family and medical leave program, gun regulations, expanded, expanded voter access, really just all of the things that we talk about, like, hey, wouldn't it be nice if Democrats did this? The Democrats in Minnesota did this, and they did this with a one-seat majority in the state Senate. Uh, and the big, you know, other than just congratulations to them, that is a massive accomplishment and is amazing for the people of Minnesota. The big thing that I want to talk about here is I feel like this just sets the bar for what Democrats can accomplish. We so often talk about how, oh, the Democrats couldn't do this because the parliamentarian blocked it or because of X, Y, Z person, we need to you know, come together and do bipartisan stuff. And meanwhile, the Republicans usually just do whatever the hell they want when they're in power. And this just shows, oh, if the Democrats actually really put their minds together and tried to accomplish the things they said they want to accomplish, Minnesota Democrats just proved we could do it. Um, and that is like the big takeaway that I want to talk with you guys here. That's an insane laundry list of things that they accomplished. I can't believe that they were able to do that all so quickly. Um, I, I heard that there was like, some corporate backlash to this um i don't know mm -hmm. if we want to get into that right up at the front but uh yeah uber saying threatening to pull out of the state um also the mayo clinic threatening yeah. to to leave like that's fucking crazy but they're yeah basically using their money to try to force these politicians to not fully pass these things so yeah, the Mayo Clinic in particular was going to, they, they have plans for a, over like a billion dollar investment into the state. And their key hang up that they were having one of the pieces of legislation was the fact that they were trying to establish like a nurse's like bill of rights almost, uh, to one of the which was that the nurses would be able to collectively bargain just exactly how many patients they would be able to care for, because currently there was no limits in the state. The Mayo Clinic very much against this was said if this legislation goes through we are going to leave your state and take our billion dollar investment with us so i think moral perfect union had a few different slides on this so i definitely say um we should probably like go to them as far as more information on that particular story but overall with the state of minnesota this is exactly you're right john this is exactly what we've been asking for for democrats at large and we have been largely not seeing you know, states like New York, states like California, and even other states where there's Democratic majorities. I mean, I'm thinking about states like New Mexico, for instance, and Rhode Island, Connecticut, all of the New England. We just do not see progressive legislation being passed at this scale the way that we've been seeing the opposite in Republican states. I mean, this year has been just like a, a nightmare wheel as far as Republicans just passing their wish list in every single state, silencing dissent in states like Montana and Tennessee for anyone who spoke up against it. And it's just refreshing for a change to see someone on the other side, on the Democratic side, actually get something accomplished for a change. I, I was very encouraged to see that. And we really need more of that in other places. 
Yeah, I mean, especially I'll tell you that that was like amazing to hear from Texas. Uh, as you know, they they don't care about how oppressive they can be here. Uh, they have three different abortion bans that literally overlap each other here. Um, uh, so they are able to pass these these crazy kind of legislations. We still have companies coming here, companies that say that they're not going to and they let things die down and they come here. So I wonder how Minnesota, um, you know, I, I hope that they don't try to uh, uh, backpedal on the progress that they've made and just let these corporations, you know, they can try to bully them. But at the end of the day, taking a billion dollar investment is out is a very difficult thing. And you're going to take you're going to have to move your entire project. I think corporations are just trying to use their muscle right now. And um, I say this is an example that the rest of these uh, liberal states can watch and say, hey, this is how they worked around it. This is how they got it done with a one seat majority. So they will be the trailblazers in this. Um, you know, uh, unfortunately, the Republicans have trailblazed that path on their own um, in red states. And we see that people still live there. We see that, you know, their economies aren't dipping for very long. So I'm, um, it's, I'm encouraged to see that it's, it's in the right direction. You know, the question I wanted to ask to the panel really quickly here, because obviously we're all happy about this happening, but the real question is, why are we surprised? And we're surprised because it's not happening other places to which I want to ask your opinions. We obviously don't know why we're not seeing this happening in California and New York, other states like that. But why, why do you think it's not happening? Like, like John, what, what, what do you think is the reason why we're not seeing this happening in other states? I think there's two types, three types of Democrats out there. There's the types of Democrats like we have in Minnesota, I guess, which, by the way, is crazy that this is happening in Minnesota. You would think, hey, state Democrats just pushed through one of the most progressive plans in the country in Minnesota. Like, like this is common, normal, everyday Midland America citizens who have advocated for this. Like, this isn't like crazy coastal elites, right? This is Minnesota. And I think that should be extra special that they were able to accomplish this in a state that is in the middle of the country in the heartland of america and to to speak to your point desmond i think that there's three types of democrats there's democrats like the ones in minnesota that want to accomplish things that want to just fight for what they believe in and do as much good as possible i think there are democrats who have a little bit too much of a prolegivity for just keeping the status quo. They don't want to rock the boat too much. They want to tiptoe. They believe in the slow march of progress. And if things are going to catch on, they're going to catch on. They they want to just make sure our fundamental systems and institutions are in place. And they view themselves as the middleman uh, who's you know just making sure that both sides get along. And then there's what I would say the conservative Democrats who more so just function as a stop, a stopper of progress. They they want to make sure that they are conservatives at heart. They label themselves as Democrats for, for money and power and make sure that we don't push the envelope too far left from within the own Democratic Party. I think that there's two groups there who are larger than the one group and they typically win. Um, and I know that you could probably say the same thing with Republicans on the Republican side that you know, with conservatism, but typically they don't have that third group that's like actually progressive and just pretending to be Republican. So they're actually able to accomplish a lot of their goals, whereas Democrats can't unless they want to, you know, like they can, they just obviously clearly don't want to in states like New York and California, where they have super majorities and could do all of this and every day sit there and choose not to. 
Wouldn't this be a great test, though, um, to see which, you know, because I think a lot of people don't get involved in the primaries. They just kind of let, you know, that kind of pass by them. And then they're stuck with these uh, these candidates that they have to either vote for or vote for, uh, you know, a Republican. And I feel like this is a great way to kind of weed those kinds of people out when you see these examples, like in Minnesota, and you say, hey, what did you feel about what they did in Minnesota? Depending on your answer, now we know whether we need to have somebody run against you in the primary or, you know, if you deserve to keep your seat. Now, I feel like this is a great way for us to weed out those, those you know, uh, fake treats, as I call them, like they, they are like fake Democrats, uh, fake liberals, and, um, you know, start putting, putting people in that kind of see the same vision that we do and that value what happens in places like Minnesota. Yeah, this is, absolutely. A, this is a siren call to progressives out there to we now have an example that we can use to hold our politicians' feet to the fire and go, why couldn't you do this? You've always mm -hmm. said you wanted to do this. You have more seats. They did it. Why can't you? And if you can't do it, why shouldn't we elect someone who can? Yeah, it's just a classic example of, you know, the reason why this is exciting for a multitude of reasons. You know, one of them being that people want something to vote for. You know, I think the Democrats are getting really stuck in this mentality of, well, you know, even Biden's running on it right now. Don't compare me to the almighty, compare me to the alternative. It, it's it's a horrific slogan, you know, because in my mind, you have to give people a reason to vote for you as well, other than just saying, well, we're better than the Republicans. That gets so old so quickly. It's just like, give me a path forward. What are we fighting for? How, how do we bring the country forward, not just preventing it from going backwards? So this is something that I wish that, that I would see just across the board, not just in state houses, but also on the national level. On the national level, things have all but completely fizzled out. You know, we are in a constant just state of just, you know, like nothingness right now on the national level. We're not talking about advancing any kind of agendas, even the ones that have been accomplished, like student loan forgiveness, uh, that kind of got like cut off right now. And now the Republicans are actively going after it. The Inflation Reduction Act, one of Biden's key things about getting done. Now the Republicans are gutting that as well. Like, what is the pitch from the National Democrats to have us be excited about them? They think that they're going to get by with just like, oh, well, the Republicans are worse. And in my mind, that is a losing mentality. You have to give people a reason to want to come out and vote for you, not just vote against something else. Yeah, I, I, I've multiple oh. times compared our politicians and government leaders to what would you do if this was your head football coach? If my head football coach lost a game, came into a press conference and said, well, at least we're not the Cleveland Browns, I, I, we'd be calling for, like, he'd be fired the next day. But we think it's okay when the leaders of our country are saying this? Like, it just blows my mind, the mentality that some people have. I'm not sure how much crossover appeal we have with the politics and football <laughs> crowd, but John is determined to find it. 